Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. Oh, good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. My name is Nick. I am here. It is a Wednesday. It's the 21st day of September 2022. And this tasty-ass snack right across from me is Radio's Big J. What's going on, Big J? uh, I don't think I've had that such a great description in my entire life. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, Feel free to put that on your business cards if the company will let you. Yeah! And we are ready to go for a Wednesday morning. Big J has a movie review lined up in queue, ready to go for you, of a film called Vengeance that was available for him to watch on Peacock, and it's available for you to watch on Peacock as well, if you are a subscriber. And he'll let you know if that movie's any good coming up here in a few minutes. we got a couple of chances at some tickets today. If you want to go check out Candlebox, Gloria Sons, Aaron Jones, or Trivium, and Between the Buried and Me and Whitechapel, yeah. both of those coming up next week, you have come to the right place. We got you covered. Also want to get somebody qualified for our Trip for Two VIP style to Aftershock, which is coming up in the first week in October. And we would like to send you to Sacramento, California for a four-day music festival, which means five days there. And every band that you can think of. Yeah, I know. Jeez. I know. Uh, It's crazy. So make sure you get the time off if you qualify. Because we're going to draw this winner on Friday, and then it's going to be Fast and Furious. We're talking Dominic Toretta style. we got to get you on a plane. we got to get you all booked up at the Airbnb and make sure you're all set and ready to go. So it's going to be a quick turnaround on this. But I feel like that's better than giving it away with, like, three months to go. Agree or disagree, Big J? Well, it depends. True. It depends on uh, your work relationship with your with wherever you work. But if you if you know you're qualified, you have to probably at least grease the wheel a little bit and prep it, right? Yeah. Go, hey, look, there's a chance. Uh, and then your boss looks at you like you're 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 putting everything you have right now on, on a radio show. Yeah. Yeah. What are you a moron? You like this Rick and Big K? <laughs> huh? And so, uh, hopefully, we'll give you a chance to get in on that action. That's entirely up to you, however, the ex-listener. So, pay attention around 7.30 for that montage to air. That's where we're going to need your assistance doing. Plus, a very cool thing happened yesterday. We'll talk about that as well, all on the agenda for today's show. But we play music on this program, so let's get started with some Nirvana here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on The X Rocks. On The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J, you might want to turn on your television if you want to see somebody locally competing in a very large television show, dude. Oh, yeah? What's up? Mike Gabler is a Meridian resident, and he has been selected to be on the brand new season of Survivor, bro. Oh, man. He works at St. Luke's and St. Alphonsus uh, during the day and kind of goes back and forth. He works on heart valves in both of those hospitals. Jeez. And he was selected to be a part of the new season of Survivor on CBS and he also, spoiler alert is the oldest castaway of the season, so he's gonna have his uh, work cut out for him, man 
the uh, the elderly in the world of Survivor don't hang around very much. Although, listen, I've seen a picture of Mike. He's not elderly, but he's not 20 years old either. How many episodes of Survivor have you watched? In my into- well, I went on a pretty good run at the beginning of oh, Survivor really? and watched a couple of seasons, and then uh, I, it lost me around season four, season five, I would say. But I was I was into it for a while because remember that kind of kicked off the whole like it was reality show but it was reality competition show which there weren't too many of back yeah. when Survivor premiered. Now it's just oversaturation. But I was a fan early on and watched those early seasons. You not? I think, I think I've watched two full episodes. How come you like outdoorsy stuff? It just doesn't appeal to you. Nah. But you don't watch a whole lot of reality shows. Period. Yeah, though that kind of reality show for sure. Like the the drama, yeah, that's what they were cutting the, it together. Yeah, the drama competition show. Yeah, but again, when that Survivor began, it wasn't like they were everywhere. It was it was something yeah, fairly true. unique and new at the time. But uh, yeah, that that certainly isn't the case anymore. But listen, it's still doing very very well. Of course, Mike is back home. Can't say how far along he got into the season. If he won the whole thing, none of that stuff is allowed. Uh, but we can tell you that the new season of Survivor premieres tonight if you'd like to watch it. It is available on CBS and then Paramount Plus, of course, as well the following day. So you can cheer on a local gentleman in the world of Survivor and then see how far Mike gets it. And we wish him the best of luck. Nathan McKinnon is the first ever $100 million man in the NHL. He is the highest paid player. He signed an eight-year $100.8 million contract extension with the Colorado Avalanche. The deal edges out the $100 million deal even signed in 2017 by Connor McDavid for the Edmonton Oilers. Of course, McKinnon gets a whole lot of the credit for the Avalanche winning their first Stanley Cup in 21 years by defeating the Tampa Bay Lightning in June, and now he gets to cash in. Of course, of the big sports out there, NHL players get paid the least. So, uh, you know, when you sign a eight-year $100 million contract, it's a joke in NFL money or baseball money, but... It's still a pretty big deal in the NHL. Looks like uh, you got yourself another quarterback in San Francisco. Big J. Kurt Benkert is headed to the practice squad to compete for the lineup of quarterbacks when they need to replace Trey Lance in the lineup. Uh, He's now out for the season. Of course, Jimmy Garoppolo filling in. uh, Brock Purdy next in line, but they needed somebody else in that quarterback room. And uh, Kurt is a great follow on social media, former Packer. Uh, very, oh. very well liked oh. in and around the Green Bay organization. He never saw the field either. He was a practice squad guy, but he was always one of those guys that seemed like he was having fun and really cool to be around yeah. kind of a thing. A great locker room guy, if you will, and good to have in your quarterback room. So probably a smart move by the 49ers to add him in. I don't expect him to make or dress or anything like that, but that's the answer to we couldn't get to yesterday who the backup quarterback was going to be. Brock Purdy is the answer. But they've added Kurt Benkert as well. Well, if you didn't like the Golden Globes, too bad. The NBC Broadcast Network is bringing them back. The Hollywood Foreign Press announced that the Golden Globes will return to NBC next year. That is despite the award show being axed from the network in 2022 and headed straight to streaming. They've decided that they want to take it back on the air, over the air, for their 80th anniversary coming up in January of 2023. That's going to happen January 10th. So you will be able to watch those shows over the air if that kind of stuff matters so you to you. You can't keep an award show down. No, man. it feel, It's content, baby. That's all these networks need right now. Give me that content and a lot less work for them. They don't have to put together a whole script or anything. It's already ready to go and on the schedule. So it's coming back to broadcast television. <laughs> 
At Sublime, it's doing time here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. His lady loves Cool James once said, Big J, don't call it a comeback. And we try to be ahead of the curve a little bit around these parts, so much so that sometimes we can get behind the curve sometimes. And uh, that is what happened. But I can say that after what happened last night, that very, very soon... It's time for you to get back into the world of podcasting, ladies and gentlemen of the Treasure Valley. If you aren't aware, we do the Morning After podcast every single day. It's available wherever podcasts are downloaded and available to you. The Apple Podcast Store, it's available on Spotify, it's up on Stitcher, it's at xrock.com. But it's an opportunity for you to hear the show in its entirety every single day. Uh, all edited down without any commercials or any music or anything like that. It's just the tasty nuggets of myself and Big J. And that has been a fairly uh, good endeavor for us around these parts. And uh, several years ago, Big J and I launched a side project to that, a movie-centered podcast called Morning After the Movies. It was an opportunity for us to go see the new releases that came out every week and give you a review of them, both spoiler-free and then filled with spoilers. And we did that for five separate seasons. But, Big J, uh, when movies kind of went away and the pandemic hit, it became more difficult for us to do that. We tried a couple of things in season five with some streaming films that were only streaming, but it was a little bit of a different animal and tough to keep the momentum going on that because there weren't always gigantic movies coming out every single week that a lot of people were interested in. And so that became difficult, but we can say that as of last night, we fired up season six of the morning after the movies, yes? Yeah, yeah, and kicking it off with uh, Clerks 3. Yep, uh, we all went to the movie theater, uh, Big J, myself, and Ian, who is now in the third chair with Randy uh, in L.A., but uh, it was an opportunity for all of us to go to the movies and see Clerks 3. Uh, it was not a wide release kind of thing. It was like a Fathom event thing that was happening for a week. You could have seen it in the theaters, and then it's going to be coming soon to yeah. streaming and digital video for you to enjoy. But we had a chance to record a podcast on it, and uh, when will that be dropping, Big J? Oh, I don't know, a couple weeks. At this rate? Uh, well, for sure tomorrow at some point, maybe tonight. All right, so uh, what you need to do is if you have yourself one of those places that you go to for your podcast favorites, just search Morning After the Movies, Nick and Big J. Either one of those two will bring <clears> up <throat> the other uh, podcast that we run, both of them usually. And you can click the like and subscribe button so that you can get them in your feed. And when new episodes are downloaded to or uploaded to the cloud, you will get them instantly and you'll be able to go back and check out past episodes of all of our movie reviews as well. Now you can maybe enjoy the spoiler section of some of them, uh, maybe because you've seen them all. I mean, you go back and listen to our Sonic the Hedgehog podcast, for an example. Uh, maybe at the time it dropped, you hadn't seen it yet, but now as Sonic 3 is in the works, maybe it's an opportunity for you to check out what we thought of the original, which if I remember correctly, was the highest ranking movie we've ever had on the podcast from a standpoint of everybody being blown away by it, which still boggles my mind. But. Well, I think, well, also, I mean, I don't think anybody expected anything. No, and that's part of it. Uh, it is. And the controversy before the movie and how they sure. replaced uh, a bunch of stuff in it. I think we sure. were like, oh, this movie's going to suck, but in, in actuality, it's pretty damn good. Uh, did it make you see 2? Sonic the Hedgehog 2? Which has been available for months? Yeah, of course. What, what did you think about that one? Because I haven't it. seen it yet. I haven't seen it. What are you talking about? Well, I mean, yeah, well, yeah, one would think that if you liked the movie so much, <clears throat> you'd be involved in the universe. Yeah, I know. You too. Uh, well, I, I didn't give it as high a grade as you did, or Adam did, for that matter. 
But uh, I will say Nick this. you're always bringing the grades down. You can actually, yeah, that, that could be true. I do try to bring a degree of realism to the podcast. So uh, check it out, opinion. available. It's uh, everywhere. And then you can check out the new episode, which is going to be dropping here, uh, Big J Promises, by tomorrow. So check it out if you get the chance. Morning After the Movies podcast is making a triumphant return to a podcast feed near you. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We're not telling you the clerk's review on the air. You'll have to check out the podcast for that. But Big J does have a movie review for you, and that is happening next on the X-Rox. That's the Foo Fighters here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yesterday, right around this time, you guys selected a movie for Big J to watch and review for you in a 24-hour period. That movie was called Vengeance on Peacock, starring former guest of the morning after, BJ Novak, written and directed by him as well. And so now we turn to Big J and say, hey, man, how was the movie? Yeah, you know, uh, it's an interesting, this is his first direct uh, debut, directing debut, uh, and imagine that, you know, it's not something that you just do haphazardly and uh, put a movie out there, and, you know, the interesting thing about it is, uh, it's, I think, very topical in in a number of ways, Uh, so, you know, that automatically means it's not derivative of most other things, you know, there's a lot of uniqueness to the movie, and then you've got the fact that... um, uh, the, my one disappointment in this movie is that nobody screamed vengeance at any time. <laughs> uh, but basically, it's a story about uh, a guy who uh, he's a he's a podcast. He, he he's a writer and does a podcast for what can only be some sort of podcast, uh, you know, empire. And it uh, appears to be very NPRish. Yeah, I- exactly. Maybe even you know, I mean, they're just becoming so so many of them now. I mean, there, there's one scene where like there's this entire room of people doing. I'm like, that's not real. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't exist. Uh, so it was a little a little weird. But uh, he he's. Uh, a, a person who uh, struggles, I think, with personal relationships, and he, um, you know, uh, the whole back end of the story is that he is uh, he, he dated this girl, or basically hooked up with her a couple times, and then moved on, and uh, in, and the next thing you know, she has passed away, and he's being uh, asked to come to the funeral, and he for some reason thinks it'll be a great story, and he goes down there and realizes uh, that uh, you know part of the thing is is that she uh, died of an overdose, and you know the family doesn't believe it and they think it's a conspiracy and so here's where you get that that topical part of it is uh, you know where this takes place in texas and so he's coming at it from uh, a yankee uh, if you will thinking that all these people are you know using conspiracy theories and etc for excuses and uh, delves into the story and you know the first half hour nick i was like oh god man it just was really slow moving and it was it seemed to be taking a while to get to where it was going to go but if you survive through that 30 minutes though you're gonna get a pretty damn good movie man and uh I, a lot of great performances bj novak was was great in it and then you've got ashton kutcher who was phenomenal he is fantastic yeah in this movie. yeah probably his best stuff ever. easily his best yeah stuff ever. uh so it, 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 that alone his performance alone uh you know you only get it a couple times but it's really really good so you should definitely watch it for that uh that alone and so uh, yeah man I, I actually found myself liking this movie quite a bit uh i end. so it is officially big j approved? officially big j approved morning after proof sounds like i it. i concur i was i i was in the exact same boat as you like the first 30 minutes i'm like this movie's so far up its own ass there's no way <laughs> it's gonna get out of its own way and and then it, it it like turned around and turned around quick and got super interesting and i can honestly say like for the first time in a very long time i was 
shocked like two or three times watching this movie. It did something that I never thought it would do or did not see coming in a billion years. And I like when movies can surprise me, and this one did, and it's fairly rare that it happens. Like, I I, I wasn't able to catch on the true story of it all. It didn't end the way I, was, I thought it was going to end at yeah. all. And it was great and interesting and different and weird, and it's all those things that, that I I really, like, you know, was just sideswiped by this movie because I was the same. I was like, oh, man, this thing's going to be brutal. Uh, but then if you hang on, it's really, really, really worth it. And Ashton Kutcher is so stupid good in this movie, I can't even tell you. And this is one of those that kind of got caught up in the pandemic. Like, it had some buzz, and then it didn't get a theatrical release, or it got one, but it was very, very limited. And so now it's on there early. It's not available everywhere just yet, but if you're a Peacock subscriber, this is one you should seek out and watch because it is really, really good. Really good. Yeah, Bo- Boyd Holbrook Brooke is great as well. Oh, it's great. It, it, great performances. But at first, the beginning of this movie, I was like, I was like, man, BJ Novak. I, I was very unlikable. Yes. And I was like, maybe I don't like BJ Novak <laughs> yes. because this is not. And then it, it really does turn, and it's also dark. Right. I mean, it, you don't even realize how dark it is, and then that it's like, oh damn, this is really dark depressing movie it was so good i didn't even realize it until the end how depressing it was yeah i mean it uh, it also it also kind of teaches or at least i think it tells a story a little bit about preconceived notions and mm-hmm. automatically assuming that you're right and everybody else is wrong yeah. and all those things and, and we, you know obviously I think the layer of BJ Novak's character in the beginning being fairly pretentious and full of himself and all that kind of stuff yeah. it, it, it is it, it's, it's a humbling movie as well like we all we all are the heroes in our own story until we're not and then it, it's fairly interesting to see how that all plays out so I agree wholeheartedly with Big J that you should watch this yeah. movie and it was a very very big surprise for me and I think he did a great job selecting it for Big J and I'm sure he's happy you did as well agree or disagree yeah absolutely so the movie is called Vengeance it is officially Big J approved you can check it out on Peacock now it is streaming early I imagine it'll head to other digital platforms here soon but it's definitely worth your time and if you have to throw down three bucks to rent it it may not be uh, you may not be disappointed in that either on the morning after with Nick and Big J. We all love our dogs, Big J. We want them to be as happy and as comfortable as possible. But now there's a bunch of veterinarians that are kind of huddling together and trying to educate the public about a fairly common accessory that could be dangerous to your dog. And it's something that isn't incredibly popular, but you'll see them every once in a while. I'm talking about retractable leashes, Big J. And the question becomes, okay, what makes a retractable leash so dangerous? And basically, it teaches dogs that it's okay to pull. And that can actually hurt your puppy. Uh, It's very easy to get tangled up in retractable leashes, and most of them have a nylon cord that are traditionally pretty bad for dogs that leave deep cuts and lacerations in their skin, especially if you're tugging on them a bunch or they're tugging on it because, you know, the leash can go, you know, they, they don't know because the, the actual length can fluctuate how much they have to go and sometimes they tug too hard on retractable leashes than they're supposed to. And they could also use the extra slack to run into the street or unexpectedly confront other people. And that could be stressful for other dogs and their owners. So it is something to keep in mind that maybe that retractable leash isn't the best piece of equipment to use for the dog, no matter what kind of breed it is or how great it is on a leash usually. Maybe a regular one is just the way to go. 
moving forward. So now you know. Educated. Educated. If you watched the Monday Night Football game between the Bills and the Titans, you saw a pretty scary moment involving Bills quarterback Dane Jackson. Uh, the good news for him is he is out of the hospital but still being evaluated after a pretty scary neck injury that happened against the Titans. He was seen when his neck kind of bent backwards in an awkward position after Tremaine Edmonds was going in for a tackle and missed the Titan and kind of just landed right on the crown of his helmet. In a statement, the bill says there has been no major injury to his neck or spinal cord, which is very, very good news because it did not look great. I mean, they brought an ambulance out on the field, and that doesn't happen very often. But he had to go to the hospital to get monitored, and uh, he all checked out okay for now, but they're kind of keeping an eye on him, making sure he's good to go moving forward. Big J, speaking to people that are injured, our best to Adam Sandler. He had to undergo hip surgery right around Labor Day, Big J. He's currently recovering. He is using a cane to get around, which explains some of the paparazzi stuff that's happened over the last couple of days. People have been wondering why is Adam Sandler walking around all gingerly and using a cane? Is he okay? Is he researching for a role? Turns out he needed a hip replacement, so he's okay. Uh, He is currently between projects, but he has got a live comedy tour planned for the fall and winter months where he's going to do some stand-up and some singing. That begins October 21st, and he expects to be back at full strength at that particular point. So he's going to be all right, Big J, but listen, getting old sucks, man. Yeah, those uh, <laughs> the paparazzi video is like, oh, no, is that really Adam Sandler? And uh, I didn't think about that, so I'm glad to hear that uh, he's going to be just fine. Yes, I uh, just needed a hip replacement, and uh, some of us will as we get older. It's one of those deals. <laughs> Jay, and it is time to try to get somebody qualified for a trip for two to the Aftershock Festival. We have Dennis on the phone with us, who's Caller X this morning. Good morning, Dennis. How you doing, man? Good morning, guys. I'm tired. I understand. I appreciate the effort getting up this morning and calling in and trying to get yourself qualified for this VIP trip to Aftershock. So we're going to replay this montage for you over the phone and take a good listen and see if you can't hammer out one of the three bands featured in this particular clip. Are you ready? Yep. Here we go. It's tough over the phone, Dennis. Certainly on a cell phone, not going to lie to you, which is why we try to play it over the air uh, before you get a chance to call in. But any guess on any one of the three that you uh, you heard there or didn't hear? Uh, pretty Reckless. Pretty Reckless, Big J? Nope. Pretty Reckless is not one of the three that is involved. Sorry, man. I know it's tough to hear over the uh, the phone sometimes, which is why we try to play it over the air in advance. But good work on getting one of the bands that are actually going to be there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, but, Big J, what were the three bands featured in that clip? Uh, we got uh, Thursday, Signals Over the Air was the first song, and then uh, Muse, Hysteria. And Motionless and White with Brand New Numb there at the end. So that was one of the more difficult ones for sure. Uh, there's some tough bands in there that uh, that get in there and some tough songs too while you're at it. So uh, sorry that Dennis couldn't quite get qualified, but fret not. Two more chances today uh, with two new montages. One at 12.30 today with Jason Drew. The next at 5.30 today 
with Adam as we head into the home stretch here. Just a couple more days to qualify before we give away this trip on Friday. But there'll be more chances for you to get into the Aftershock Festival, that's for sure. We're going to come back and go to hell. That's next on the X Rocks. 100.3 The X Rocks. If you follow me on Twitter, at XRockNick, by the way, Big J, give your Twitter handle a shout-out. Uh, Big J at Big J X-Man. Huh? It's Big J X-Man. Okay. Uh, if you follow me, then you know this is probably going to be today's We're Going to Hell story, uh, because it is out of control and probably not a great thing. But once again, the world of social media, in particular TikTok, has created a trend that people are trying and trying too much and now somebody's got to say hey 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 you know this is a bad idea don't do it because you'll probably have to go to the hospital but there is a thing on tiktok called the nyquil chicken challenge and it's not exactly thinly veiled in the title it's exactly what the title says it is Basically, users on social media have been using NyQuil as a marinade on their chicken that they are cooking in their frying pans. And the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, yes, the FDA, has had to come out and post and say, Hey, hey, guys, don't do this. Don't, don't do it. I mean, we all know what NyQuil is used for, but it's probably, it goes without saying, that there's some pretty serious medicine in that particular type of over-the-counter medication. It's enough to knock you out, of course. That's the idea behind it. And also, you know, treat some flu symptoms and colds and allergies. And what you may not know, however, is that when you boil a medication, especially a syrupy one, such as NyQuil's or your DayQuil's, uh, what it does is it makes the drugs in it much more concentrated and it can change its properties in other ways. So what it's happening is it's causing high levels of these drugs to seep into the chicken and really do some serious damage specifically to your lungs. You don't you don't realize that because you don't think you're inhaling it, but what happens is it does a lot of drugs. It basically activates these drugs that do bad things to the innards of your body when you do it. So now the FDA has issued a warning about the challenge because these things have been circulating for a while. The, in the clips, the people cook the chicken and pour then large amounts of NyQuil in the pan, which, of course, has got a bunch of medicine in it, and then they pretend to eat it. I don't know if they're actually doing it. God, I hope they're not. But overdosing on NyQuil is a serious thing. It has caused seizures. It has caused liver problems. It, it can also be potentially fatal. Believe it or not, people have died of NyQuil overdoses. So this is a yeah. thing that can happen. And a reminder that no matter what you see on the internet, maybe, just maybe, it's a good idea for you not to try. Because some things are meant to be used as medicine and medicine only, and other things are meant to be used in the kitchen for cooking, and probably those two things should remain separate. Agree or disagree? Yeah, worst marinade ever. Agreed. There's lots of other things that you can use to marinate your chicken besides, I don't know, flus, you know, medicine. Let's not do that. Also, like, NyQuil doesn't have a great taste. You know what I mean? Neither does DayQuil. Any medication, nobody says that medication tastes great. Says the guy who loves the taste of Pepto-Bismol, Yeah, but I'm not... Get the hell out of here! I'm not taking it every day. Get out of here! How can you have an opinion if you love Pepto-Bismol? It's very easy because I don't... It tastes like chalk! So how can you say NyQuil doesn't taste good? Are you telling me it does? I don't mind the taste of NyQuil. It tastes a lot like Jägermeister. 
I'm just saying you can't sit here and say this tastes gross when you drink and love something that most people will go, God, this is disgusting. Well, let's 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 slow down there because it's not like I'm having a glass of Pepto Bismol with my dinner or I'm using it. Yes, I'm positive. As a matter of fact, you would. I no well no, I wouldn't. I don't think (laughs) it's a delicious beverage. I just say it doesn't taste that bad. Now, that being said, I also haven't had Pepto Bismol in I don't know, 15, 20 years? Because you got a problem with it. No, it's because they now make pills, and I prefer pills to any liquid medicine whatsoever. But I'm not putting it on things it doesn't belong in. I'm using that it when part, I have... I would say yes. I, I believe that you're <laughs> not an upset stomach. You're not misusing it on other no. products. I would never recommend you, you have it as a beverage or a side or a chaser to anything. But... Uh, there's lots of bad medicines out there that taste poorly. I happen to be of the opinion that Pepto-Bismol does not taste poor. But that doesn't mean I would have it any other way outside of when it is required for me to take it. But regardless, don't do things you find on the internet, everybody. It's a terrible place, and terrible things are there. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Oh, it's gross, Big J. People doing terrible things. The Department of Justice has charged 47 people with stealing $250 million from a federal COVID relief program. That program was put in place in 2019 to help provide meals to needy children in Minnesota. But a bunch of people got together and created some shell companies connected to a Minnesota nonprofit and claimed repayment for thousands of non-existent meals that they never fed to the kids. And they got those federal funds in 2019 without a lot of investigation behind it and they found out that they did it for the total of 250 million dollars which is crazy Uh, investigators said it is the largest covid related fraud uncovered so far but of course i'm sure there's plenty more attached to it we've all heard about the loans that were issued out that decided not to get paid back and so all sorts of crazy stuff going on because anytime there is an opportunity for somebody to take advantage of something. Trust that somebody will, and probably a large group of people that don't need the money and should be going to other people that do step up and make sure it doesn't get to where it's supposed to go. So uh, there's a special place in hell for each and every one of those people. And I'm hopeful. Banks. Yes, I'm glad that they were caught. I'm sure there's plenty more out there, and hopefully all of them do get caught. Nathan McKinnon is a rich man. He has become the highest paid player in the National Hockey League. He signed an eight-year, $100.8 million contract extension with the Colorado Avalanche yesterday. That deal is just narrowly ahead of what Connor McDavid signed with the Oilers back in 2017. It was a $100 million deal. McKinnon, of course, is very good at hockey, gets a lot of the credit for the Avalanche winning the Stanley Cup this last season over the Tampa Bay Lightning. That happened in June, so now he's getting his payday, so... Might as well cash in while you can. I say huzzah to him. Remember Molly Ringwald, Big J? Of course, yeah. 16 Candles, The Breakfast Club, a staple of 80s movies and uh, John Hughes movies in general. Uh, She's still acting. As a matter of fact, she popped up in The Bear for an episode. It was that show about the Chicago chef that I was telling you about yesterday that I couldn't remember the title to. She is now officially in the cast for the new season of Feud, which is going to get ready to air its second season on FX. She's going to play Joanne Carson, Big J. She is the second wife of Johnny Carson. This season, the FX series will follow Truman Capote 
and his fallout from popularity back when he was a New York socialite. At some point, things went sour between him and the other famous people in New York, and that's what this season of Feud is going to center around. The first one was about an old Hollywood battle between starlets. This one about Truman Capote. So it's coming back Mm. for season number two. Uh, It's filming now. They expect it to debut early in 2023 on FX and Hulu as well. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, we've got a show coming up here October 2nd at the Rev Center. Trivium coming along with Between the Buried and Me and Whitechapel. Going to be a great metal show for sure. We'll get you tickets to that. You just need to beat me at Pop Culture Smackdown. Good luck. All right, if you want in on this, now would be the time to get on the phone. The phone number is 208-287-1003. It will be a battle of pop culture knowledge and supremacy between you and Big J. With somebody on the other end taking it all down. We'll see who wins. Let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. Hello. Hi, what's up, man? What's your name? Um, Tara. All right, man. Turn down your radio so that we can play. Here's your question. Today is Stephen King's uh, birthday. Many of Stephen King's novels are set in his home state of what? Um... Louisiana? Louisiana. No. Stephen King does not have that Cajun kick. Hello, The X. Hey, how's it going? Hey, many of Stephen King's novels are set in his home state of what? Is it Maine? Yes, it is Maine. Good job, sir. What is your name? My name is Nate. Nate, you're taking on Big J. Big J, in Stephen King's book, Cujo, what breed of dog is Cujo? And the movie, for that matter, that they made in 1983. Oh, boy. Which I know you saw because we talked about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had nightmares about that movie for a while. Um, I want to say it's... uh, Hold on, I'll get it here. Okay. I I, uh, I can't remember the name of the breed. Because I know I'm going to kick myself... Ah, I can't remember. I so the name isn't coming to me, man. I can name every other breed of dog. Well, try it. Maybe it's one. it. No, I mean I know it's not a Doberman Pinscher. That is correct. Right. It's not. It's not. It's it's. I, I I don't I don't got it. Nothing. I don't got it. Wrong. All right, Nate. That means you're the winner. Uh, do you happen to know the answer? Um, I was leaning towards German Shepherd. German give Shepherd. Me, give me just the first letter of it. An S. Oh no, I don't. Wrong. Shetland Pony? Shetland Pony, yeah, that's right. Right Good job. Shih No, it's not a Shih <laughs> Yes, it's a little Shih Tzu running around attacking people. It's it's a St. Bernard. Oh, right. St. Bernard. St. Oh, Bernard. Okay. No, see, I didn't think it was a St. Oh, Bernard. what do you think? Like Rottweiler? Is that yes, what you're thinking? Rottweiler is no. what I was trying it's a, to get. It's a St. Bernard. Uh, congratulations, Nate. Hang on one second. We will get you some trivia in between the Buried and Me and Whitechapel tickets for a show on the 2nd at the Rev Center. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We'll come back with some headlines. Those are happening next to the X Rock Grand. Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. It's easy to get your auto loan pre-approved with Team Mazda's I pre-check button. Just click the big blue button at goteammazda.com. Headlines are as follows: Priorities, bad entrance, and calm down, dude. Uh, calm down. 
An executive of a vegan food products company has been charged with felony battery and making terroristic threats after a fracas outside a Bay football game in which he's accused of biting a man's nose, Big J. Jesus. Beyond Meat, I'm sure you've probably heard of it, right? It's the big competitor with Impossible. It's the other big brand out there. But their chief operations officer, Doug Ramsey, was basically involved in a road rage attack outside Saturday's game between the Arkansas Razorbacks and the Missouri State Bears in Fayetteville, Arkansas. A police report says the 53-year-old man attacked another man who tried to inch in front of him for a parking in a parking garage traffic lane and then ended up making contact, but briefly, with Ramsey's sports utility vehicle. Ramsey apparently got out of his car and said he would eat the man alive and then bit his nose, which is certifiably insane. Yeah, but that's why I think moderation is so important. Don't give up me totally. Oh, I see. Because he gave a meat, you call it cannibalism? Is uh, yeah, he goes from zero to one hundred. Please- so blood hungry. <laughs> Because he doesn't get a, re- a regular amount in his daily diet. A police officer said two men had bleeding faces because the guy wasn't very happy that uh, he got his nose bit, so he started punching this COO about the neck and face. Apparently, there were threats to kill the man as well and all sorts of stuff, so uh, you gotta let cooler heads prevail in these situations. But also, like, you're COO, dude, man. I mean, take it down a notch. Yeah, I mean, holy cow. But also not a great advertisement for your meat company if you're starting to bite the noses off of other people. No, no, think he's going to be the CEO for much longer. No, I think you're right. Priorities or bad entrance? Bad entrance. A groom in Italy recently crashed his own wedding, literally. The man attempted to have a really cool wedding entrance. Like, he wanted to have something that everybody would remember, so he decided that basically... Uh, he would ride into the ceremony on his dirt bike, but as he was riding into the ceremony, Big J, he skidded out and was thrown from his bike. <laughs> Guests were horrified. They had to rush to his aid. He did have to be taken to the hospital. He broke his collarbone, he broke his wrist, and he needed five stitches How in his head. How freaking fast was he going? Faster than he wanted to, I'm guessing. Uh, the bride had to accompany him to the emergency room in her wedding gown. They still have not been married because, you know, they had to cancel the ceremony because dude was in the hospital on his wedding day. So maybe next time. Uh, I know tradition isn't nearly as fun, but 0% chance of you getting thrown from your dirt bike if you're entering in, let's, if you're already standing at the altar. Let's let these stories replace the uh, gender reveal, okay? Like Crazy wedding entrances? Yeah. Either way, people are getting hurt. You like that? Yeah, part? the skydiving one will be my favorite. <laughs> Splat! Yeah, don't do it. Just, just take it down. A wedding and a funeral. Wrap it up with priorities. A man in Australia has some words for intruders that Crikey. broke into his home. James Elliott and Jackson Allred allegedly broke into a home on July 7th of this year, stole a safe, a hydro set, and a pickup truck. The men were to have entered the home where they were confronted by a man with a large carving knife who said, well, you've got my cheesecake. Game on. The man was reportedly cooking a cheesecake at the time of the burglary, and the alleged thieves fled before they were arrested because they didn't want to come in while the guy was, you know, messing around with the cheesecake. (laughs) Apparently, he was very upset about it and protected the cheesecake more than his pickup truck, which again got stolen, but they wanted to go inside the house and take stuff, but the man baking at least foiled their plans. So there's that. Maybe a crikey was uh, involved, but that's not in the direct quote according to the police report. 
but at least he knew they weren't going to get his cheesecake. I like this guy. He's got his head on right. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There are your headlines. You're up to date on all the things you need to know. Latest from Falling in Reverse, there are voices in my head on the morning after with Nick and Big J. It may be the Achilles heel of the Treasure Valley, Big J, but boy, do Americans like sports. Agree or disagree? Yeah, in particular, one sport uh, for sure, and that's NFL football, Nick. Uh, I mean, the ratings are proving that uh, Monday Night Football has been huge. In fact, ABC kicked uh, Dancing with the Stars off to bring it back on, on uh, their uh, broadcast channel. So, as a result of that, obviously, uh, what's the most popular NFL team? Google... Uh, likes to uh, you know put out their data on occasion, and uh, they put out the most popular uh, searches for uh, NFL teams and the states uh, in particular, and who their favorite is. Oh, so like each state is favorite NFL team or the one they search for the most. Anyway. Yes, exactly. So uh, we'll start out with uh, the, the the bottom of the list. Uh, Cleveland Browns finally making it into the top ten, Nick, at number ten. Oh, that's the, oh the bottom of the top ten. Yeah, gotcha. the bottom of the top ten. Then you get Las Vegas Raiders. So uh, Las Vegas, uh, those are you know all these for the most part uh, are going to have a pretty large following across the country. Uh, number eight, Chicago Bears. Number seven, the San Francisco 49ers. Kansas City Chiefs coming in there at number six. Uh, this one's surprising to me, uh, but uh, to come in at number five, the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, sure. I mean, um, it's a pretty popular team. They're doing well. They've won a Super Bowl recently. so Number four is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Sure. Number three, your fighting Green Bay Packers. Makes sense. Number two, the Newly, New England Patriots. Yep, they've been dominant for well over a decade, so they're going to yeah. be popular in Google. And so. shouldn't be a surprise to anyone, Nick. You guessed it earlier when we were talking about this. The number one team is the Dallas Cowboys, America's team. Makes sense Woo! that they're number one as well. Uh, all of that kind of checks out. When it breaks it down by state, I'm guessing it's fairly regional. Uh, do the Broncos or the Seahawks win here in Idaho? Oh, uh, the Seahawks do. Yeah. And uh, they, they win uh, Washington, uh, Oregon, and Montana. That makes sense. For more searched loser team in the NFL. <laughs> Um, so it, and it is. It's one of those, you know, because we don't have a professional team here in the state of Idaho nor Montana. So there's always a fight back and forth for who's, you know, most popular. So obviously, uh, the Colorado <clears throat> uh, and uh, up into Wyoming is the Bronco territory. Nick, surprisingly, who do you think the number one team in Utah is? Um, I'm going to maybe the Raiders. No, it's it's the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll get a lot of territories. I suppose that's yeah. true. That makes sense. So, yeah, I imagine the Cowboys have a bunch of like just random ones that pop up in weird places. Alaska also yeah. is a uh, big Seahawks uh, territory as well. As close as it gets, I suppose, right. to, to Alaska is going to be the Seahawks for sure. So now you know where your heart lies or at least where your Google searches lie anyway. From a country standpoint and a state standpoint. And regionally, it kind of breaks down most for the most part across the country for the state, you know, with your favorite team. Uh, there's a bunch of teams in California, but San Francisco took the, you know, the lead there in California. Uh, Arizona, of course, the Cardinals. Um, Louisiana has got uh, the New Orleans Saints, etc. Tampa Bay uh, beating out the Miami Dolphins for most popular. And of course, that right now, they've got a, you know, recent Super Bowl win at Tom Brady. Success also breeds Google search. Remember that, too. The more successful the franchise is, the better off you're going to be, uh, the Cleveland Browns being the exception. But my guess is they've probably reached the top ten in Google searches for reasons not related to football as of late. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We got your bad impressions. They're happening next on the X-Rocks. 
And Bad Impressions brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. More than just Subaru, they're the Idaho Center pre-owned Superstore. And we got tickets for you. Candlebox, Glorious Sons, and Aaron Jones coming October 1st to the Expo Idaho Grandstand. It's going to be a great show. And we'll get you set up with tickets here if you figure out Bad Impressions this morning. Here's our phone number, 208-287-1003. Bad Impressions works like this. Big J has three clues about somebody pretty famous. If you could figure out who the famous person is from those three clues, these tickets that Big J was just talking about, we're going to go ahead and just give them right to you so that you can go to the show on October the 1st and feel probably pretty good about yourself, enjoy a show on us, have some fun. Hello, the X. Hey, what's up? How you doing, man? What's your name? Kyle. All right, Kyle, you're up first. My junk is getting pretty famous at this point. Might as well get paid for it. Next. I had my own reality TV show called Tommy Land. Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee is all it takes. Jones. Congratulations. Tommy Lee Jones on OnlyFans. I love it. Uh, hang on one second, Kyle. Ew. We will make sure that you're good to go for the Candlebox show coming up on October the 1st. What was Clue 3 for uh, I'm the drummer for Motley Crue. That is true. And why is Tommy Lee in the news? Yeah, he has done it. He has joined OnlyFans. And you can subscribe for a monthly rate of $19.99 or quarterly for $50.97. Whoa! <laughs> what uh, the he's, uh, he's uploaded 27 pieces of media. And according to this, you can click through to his page without seeing any nudity. And you'll see his uploads, but only if you subscribe. Whether he's really going to put on, uh, you know, adult-style content, I don't know. I doubt it. I'm trying to figure out, like, what would the point be of an OnlyFans account? Like, just ex- exclusive pictures that you that they don't yeah. post on Instagram? I, mean, I, mean, I guess. Uh, again, I understand, I suppose, if there's nudity involved. Why you would want to pay to subscribe to that specifically if somebody famous is in the mix, maybe, and you're into that kind of thing. But why you would throw down $20 a month just to see additional pictures of Tommy Lee that you don't see anywhere else. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, we'll see. We'll, we'll do, for the, anybody for we'll that do the year-end roundup of the top OnlyFans accounts and see if Tommy lands in that. Uh, well, listen, man, I'm sure he's got plenty of subscribers. If anything, you know there's an interest in it. And when you feel like pressure, like if you had an OnlyFans account to do something risque, and yes, well, listen, I mean, I don't know, I, I guess my my uh, my automatic assumption with OnlyFans is nudity. That's just because of what I know about the website. But uh, I don't know if there is. I'm guessing that there's profitable people out there just selling normal pictures on OnlyFans, like feet things or something oh, yeah. i don't know oh yeah there's a lot more a lot more than you would probably think right so i know there's non-nude photos there but i'm still thinking there's some sort of sexuality or kink or fetish involved in it yeah that that those kind of things are paid for i'm guessing only fans is used for some sort of gratification i i tell you what morning after kink let's do it but what would that entail? I, it doesn't matter, apparently. Like, people, you you just want to charge we, people $20 yeah, a month? Yeah, we don't need to even have, see if we can get any suckers. People like, morning after, kink, what the hell is that? I'm going to subscribe. And then it's just us, pictures of us, old logos. <laughs> it's like an archive yeah. of stuff that people have access to for $20 a month. And we just sit back and cash those checks, baby. I like the way you think. I'm not sure the interest level is there. But I could be wrong. Text us and let us know if you pay $20 for stupid pictures of us. Or $5.99. Oh, we're lowering the price already? I mean, let's, you know. I ain't got a ball on a budget. I get it. 
Morning After with Nick and Big J. We'll wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. That is Pop Evil. That is Eye of the Storm. And that wraps up the old morning after with Nick and Big J for this Wednesday. Hey, guys, thanks for hanging out with us. You know, we really do appreciate it. It's good of you to tune into the show. You had a chance to understand that Big J wants you to watch a movie called Vengeance. It is the movie that you selected to watch for him on Streaming Dumbass. And he officially approved it this morning. A glowing review from Radio's Big J. It's available on Peacock for you to watch this show, this movie, if you'd like to watch yeah. it. Yeah. And he liked it. We also had a chance, but did not get somebody qualified for our trip for two to Aftershock, which we are going to give away on Friday. So, reminder, two more chances today to do exactly that. 12.30 with Jason Drew, 5.30 with Adam. Other tickets will be given away today. That will continue tomorrow on the old morning after, but it does leave you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, we got a little wager for this week's morning after fantasy football league matchup between myself and Kyler Murray study buddy. Uh, Let me guess. The the tradition, at least in the morning after league, has been a loser gets to name the other team is that correct yes yes beautiful have you decided are you kicking around potential name changes uh for for wayne's team yes uh yes and and i'm gonna keep those to myself oh i see all right that's your way of saying you have not prepared anything no Uh, i have but it's uh i don't want to you know that could be bad like sportsmanship and or jinxy okay type Uh, thing either of you have a win yet no. Okay. No. So, so yeah. something's got to give. All right. It's not going to be my team. I'm going to win. All right. So. There's the confidence that we love. Uh, you have said that the last two weeks, however, and it hasn't really worked out. But I believe you this time around. That's the difference. So you're going to want to see who's going to win just to see who changes their name to what. Reminder that the next set of X-Rock is brought to you by Team Mazda. Pretty easy to get your auto loan pre-approved with Team Mazda's I pre-check button. Just click the big blue button at GoTeamMazda.com. We will see you guys tomorrow. Jason Drew's up next. Have a good one. It's X rocks. The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.